Hello and welcome to Nourish with Nicole, the podcast where we discuss all things holistic health and wellness. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a holistic health coach and I have helped over hundreds of people change their lifestyle, build better habits, lose weight, gain confidence, all with a holistic, natural approach. I'm here to help you understand that taking care of your entire self from your body, mind, and soul has many benefits that will help you be successful on your journey of health. This podcast is designed to educate, inspire, and motivate. Grab your coffee and let's get into today's episode. everybody good afternoon i hope you guys are doing well welcome back to the nurse with nicole podcast it's been a couple weeks since coach yonica and i have been here to chat so we're here to chat about some fun things we're talking about where you are spending your energy during the day and how we can shift our focus and making sure that we're putting all our energy what where it matters the most so welcome yonica how are you doing today i'm good thanks i went for a nice long walk earlier and i'm sad to see that the leaves are changing and it's cold and i had to wear a long sleeve today i feel that i'm prepared for winter it's crazy that it's september tomorrow like it's i feel like the summer just flew right by yeah like august like where did it go yep august i knew and our weather wasn't the best either it was a little bit more cooler here which last summer i remember august being like really warm and like dry so other than that i think we've enjoyed the summer we've done a lot i've done a lot what about you i was gonna say july was like jam-packed and we came back from Kelowna right at the end of july there and i was like okay august like take a breather and yet i still feel like August flew by and I'm like what did I do and now come September is like chaos from start to finish QCM's coming up and that's next weekend and I was like oh my god that's next weekend and then we've got our retreat coming up in September so it's just like October is around the corner yeah and October is really exciting for both of us you are heading out to Paris that's been like a long dream of yours you're going there for your birthday yeah when do you leave we leave on the 16th and my birthday's on the 17th so we land on my birthday and I was like super into that idea until I realized there's like an eight hour time difference (laughs) when we land it's 8 a.m there but it's midnight our time so I'm just gonna be like a tired hangry birthday girl and that's okay that's okay I'm not sure how Bali is gonna go we like gonna be completely I lose a day I don't even know so we're gonna figure that out and you leave the beginning of October right yeah so I leave on the 8th and I arrive there on the 10th so it's kind of crazy because I do miss a lose a day completely it's gonna mess me up and I arrive there at like two o'clock in the afternoon which will then be like I think it's gonna be like four o'clock in the morning here so really really gonna be messing with me so but it's gonna be worth it I'm probably not gonna come back in a month I'm probably just gonna go on another adventure like do I start scoping out tickets to come visit at some point but like why would I want to come back to snow like yeah so we have lots of like you said things are just lots of things happening like next weekend we're busy then like we have one more weekend just nothing and then it's like a retreat and then after that like after the retreat it's basically like another weekend and then I leave that Sunday so it's gonna go fast so yeah what do you want to talk about today I want to talk about this idea of always being able to do more or always thinking you should be doing more and it's something that comes up pretty often I find at client check-ins it's like how did your week go or did you reach your goals that you set out or how are you feeling about this coming week and oftentimes there's this comment of like I just feel like I don't have enough time whether it's I don't have time to meal prep or I don't have time to get my workouts in or like I didn't have time to go 
go for a walk or I ended up staying up really late and I didn't get enough sleep because I had to fit all these things in. And what it comes down to, in my opinion, is for some reason, our society has this idea that instead of looking at things as I do this or that, we go, I do this and I do that. But we don't have that much time in a day. Just because there's more things you want to do doesn't mean that suddenly you have time to do them. So how do you decide what you're going to do? Right. So what's most important to you that's going to make you feel good and going to help you get closer to the goal that you're trying to reach? 100%. And I get the notion that, you know, when we say yes to this and we say yes to that, it's often we're actually saying yes to other people or to other things. But in turn, every time you say yes to something else, you're saying no to something else, right? If we look at time, like there is, let's go 12 hours. You've got 12 hours to divvy up between things. The more tasks you take on doesn't mean suddenly your 12 hours turns into 15 hours or 20 hours. You still only have 12 hours. And when you're operating from that place of I can do it all, or I will squeeze it in, you're probably doing a worse job at the things that you are squeezing in, or you start cutting things out. But typically those things that we cut out are the things that are for ourselves because it's easier to almost like let ourselves down than it is to feel like we're letting other people down. I was just going to say like if you're a people pleaser you're going to say yes to all the things from other people and then like you said the things for yourself that are most important to you go in the back burner and like you said about like check-ins like this is the one thing that I address with a lot of my client check-ins it's like with their work specifically like I was like you have to understand that like it's important to say no like if something doesn't feel aligned with you or if it doesn't bring you any good positive energy or or something like that like you can say no but I think a lot of people have a hard time to say no like you said they don't want to let people down and I think if you were challenged to rephrase your thinking and say it out loud about like I'm gonna say yes to this and in turn say no to something else you might look at it a little bit differently but we don't look at it that way we go yes I can do this and I can do this and I can do this and now you're burnt out you're staying up till midnight finishing your kids class project that you committed to your boss is waiting for an email at five o'clock in the morning and you're like oh my god I haven't done my check-in form yet Mm -hmm. whatever the case is but if you were to rephrase that and be like okay if I say yes to signing up for my kids bake sale what am I saying no to in exchange are you saying no to your meal prep are you saying no to the gym are you saying no to your time with your kids or your family are you saying no to that yoga class you signed up for right when you have that approach of yes but that also means no somewhere else I think we would all be more critical about what we're willing to commit to and what we're willing to spend our time on. I agree. So in that context, you know, are the things that you're committing to things that you are willing to say no to other things for, or are you just doing them because you feel like you have to? I've been there and I would say the worst was when I was a teacher because you always say yes to everybody. You say yes to the kids, you say yes to the parents, you say yes to the school. And then at the end of the day, you're like, oh my God, I've done nothing for myself, right? It's unfortunate that the things that we're willing to sacrifice or say no to is typically our health. I remember like back, not like I would say back in the day, but like I was like a people pleaser. Like I would say yes to like everything. I have gotten much better in terms of like what I'm saying yes to because I have learned over the years. It's like, no, like I need my time. My time is very valuable. And my time by myself is for me to like fill up my own cup and for me to focus on me so I can continue to give my energy to everyone else around me because there's so many people who rely on 
me for like energy or like support and stuff like that. So if I'm not supporting myself, I can't support other people. But I remember when I like worked at Supplement King and I also trained people in person. I would go to people's houses to train people in person. And lots of times I would do this before going to Supplement King, but then that would cause me to be like rushed and like mix, miss breakfast or skip breakfast. So I would train a client in the morning, then I would go to Supplement King and work. And then I would train people after. And then I knew that it was like a workout day, but then I, I wouldn't want to say no to these people because I wanted to make money because I was like, I need to make money. And then I like wanted to make my client happy and I wanted to help them. But then it's like, what about me? Like what happened to my workout? I was in my workout like nine o'clock at night or I wasn't doing it at all. Or I was stressed about it because everyone else's commitments were putting in place of my own commitments. And it's so natural to do that because I think that's how a lot of us are raised is that expectation that you show up for other people. But then, you know, it comes to your check-in day and I think about our clients and they're like, I just don't understand how the week got away from me or I don't know when I'm going to fit this in. And it's like literally comes down to you evaluating where you're putting your energy in the day and what you're allowing in the day. And I know we've got a comment here that says they feel like other people will not accept a no from them. That's you set that up on yourself. Like that's what you set up the expectation of them to expect that. If they are expecting from you what you've taught them, they can expect from you. you. Yeah. And this idea of retraining people, that sounds weird, but it's very true, right? Establishing boundaries that protect yourself and your well-being, it's not going to be received well by people who have always gotten a certain response from you. But that doesn't mean it's wrong. It doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong or that you owe them anything. You have to reteach them what they've got access to. And that comes down to you teaching yourself what your boundaries are, what your values are. And again, like, where are you willing to put your energy in the day knowing that it's finite and it's limited? It doesn't just keep appearing because you keep committing things. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's so crazy because it can go, this can even go, like, I remember, like, when I used to be, like, not into, like, I was, like, always into health and fitness, but, like, I would go out and I would, like, hang out with people and there'd be a lot of, like, drinking and partying, right? So it's it's just the same thing. It's, like, friend asks you to go for a drink and your friends always ask you to go out and you have a group of friends that, like, go out every weekend and they drink and they party, right? So you were part of that group in the past, but, like, maybe you're trying to, like, change your lifestyle. Maybe you're trying to reach a goal. Like, maybe you're, like, trying to run a marathon or do a competition and it's, like, those friends are still going to ask you to hang out because that's what they usually do and you usually say yes but until you prove to them or until you change the narrative of like hey like you guys like I don't want to come out anymore until you continue to say no until you continue to tell them like no I have another goal they're going to continue to ask you so you have to understand it's like you have to give them a different option once you continue to say no and once you continue to not show up then they're not going to ask you anymore and it's going to be easier because then they're going to realize like you're on a different whole different like level and you're trying to accomplish something so it's again like you have to like what you give them the availability that you're giving them they're going to continue to pull and pull and pull right mm-hmm. and it's just the same thing as like lots of times when people see people being successful they want to bring you down to their level because they see that you're trying to work on something to better your health and people don't like people to see people succeed right like they don't want that and I think and it can definitely be difficult right that transition of like yes your relationships are going to be different you're going to have to find different ways to hang out and some people might be like I don't want to find a different way to hang out that's this or best for me. And that's hard, but you can't expect to get different results for yourself by repeating the behavior you've always done. Like it doesn't work that way. You saying, oh, well, I want this, but then not following through with what that entails doesn't grant you something automatically. Like you still have to put the work in. And sometimes that's really freaking hard. And that is putting up these boundaries and making these decisions. And when you brought up like the drinking thing, so for myself, I even consider, so I know like in August, I was like, holy 
moly. Like it was a good time. But what I was finding was like, I wasn't feeling great in the mornings. And I was noticing like some of my runs were suffering because I was like staying up late. I was eating more, like eating more processed foods. I was drinking. It was just things that I wasn't typically doing. And I was giving these things energy because I was having fun in that moment and I enjoyed it. But when I stepped away from that, I was like, okay, do I want to continue to do this for what I'm currently working on? And it was like, no, and I don't have the energy to do both. So like I had my fun, I saw how it worked for me, but moving forward, if I want to shift perspective a little bit, I'm going to have to have some different boundaries for myself. And it was weird, honestly, because like I don't drink much or really go out, but it was like, even in August, I noticed it's summer. People want you to come out into their backyards. And I did go and I would go out, but I would like bring my water or bring whatever. And like, are you not drinking? And I was like, no, I'm not drinking. You know, and it was still like a weird conversation for these people that like, well, Yannicka, why are you at my house if you're not? Well, I'm just, I don't have the energy to put towards how I'm going to feel with this afterwards. So it is what it is. Like you and I, again, like we have very repetitive lifestyles. <laughs> like it's routine for us. Our day-to-day is fairly predictable. And the days that are not predictable, we are well aware of how that impacts how we feel the next day, whatever. So we choose carefully. But what are ways that like you have found, like even when you were first starting this, how did you figure out what you had to prioritize in a day? Like even if you're thinking about like supplementing and you're like, oh my gosh, but I was like rushing and then I didn't have the energy. How did you end up figuring out what gets your energy? So I think a lot of people are going to say like, you guys work from home and like you guys have all the time to like meal prep and do this and this and this. And I think like we have to keep that in mind that like a lot of our clients don't have the ability to like go to the gym when they want or to like sit down and eat a meal or meal prep in the middle of the week or the middle of the day. I understand that. And this is why we talk about these things to help our clients understand like how they can better navigate their day-to-day tasks and not feel overwhelmed, right? So this is one biggest thing that we talk about at Nourish as well. And we implement with our clients as like habit stacking. Like if you're new to this fitness lifestyle and you have never like uh, weighed out food or if you don't take vitamins, if you don't drink water, if you don't have a bedtime routine, if you don't have a morning routine, if you don't do anything like that, we're not going to slam like all 10 of these habits with you at once. Like depending on where the client's at, like what we do is like we meet the client where they're at and we like if they're already getting 10,000 steps if they're already drinking water and vitamins perfect we're going to implement those right away and we're going to add some other things on but if they haven't like worked out in five years and they're like I can work out seven days a week and I'm like so just so you know like say that you can work out seven days a week but you haven't worked out in five years it's like you're not we're not going to do that we're going to start with three days and you're going to see that you're going to struggle with those three days and then when you establish that after about four weeks then we can add more in and work from there so that's something that we do but with me when I was working at supplement king i honestly in terms of like prioritizing like and putting up boundaries i started to realize like back then it's like i did what i needed to do to live like i had no money like i literally lived paycheck to paycheck so if me working 12 15 hours a day was what i needed to live comfortably and reduce stress that's what i did right so i think i did what i needed to do just to like get by and if i had to wake up at five o'clock in the morning like some shifts some days I would work like 11 till seven or something like that. I would go to the gym in the morning, right? Or depending on how my day would go, like I would make sure that if I was busy, because I needed to make pay my bills, but I also needed to focus on myself that I would make sure that I would go to the gym in the morning or make time in the afternoon. I remember that when I was working at Supplement King and I was also personal training, I was also doing like the protein baking. There was baking and meal prepping being done at like nine, 10 o'clock at night because it's like I committed to a goal. I had to stock a fridge. I had people relying on me and I had to do whatever it was. So yeah, it went
went into my sleep and stuff like that. But if I couldn't get meals to somebody like within like a time frame, like I just made sure that I gave myself enough time. Like I would say like, that's just like with us, like it's like a client's like, I want to start in five days. It's like, okay, I understand that you want to start on this date, but I actually need five to seven days to build your program. So I apologize that we can't. So just learning to say no and not saying yes to things that you know are going to add extra stress to your plate, knowing that it's not feasible with the time frame that you do have. So that's one thing that I learned is just like, if you know that it's not doable in a time frame, say no and explain that. And that that's just like a protocol, right? So it kind of goes with everything. Like if you know that you can't get to the gym, don't tell yourself like, I'm going to get to the gym at four o'clock in the morning. Well, when's the last time you woke up at four o'clock in the morning? Like for me, like I know like that's going to be like not a thing because like that's just not what I do, right? Like I go to the gym after I eat and I have food. It's like, I won't be able to do a fasted workout. Like that's just setting myself up for failure. It's interesting. So for me, I almost found that when I was still working like at the school and I was there all the time, that that routine made it easier for me to keep to schedules and made it easier for me to like make sure that I got my meal prepped in because I knew my time was very finite at home. I knew that my gym time was like, this is when I've got time. So I know I'm going to go do it. I've actually found that since working at home, (laughs) it's been harder to maintain routines that ensure that I'm getting things done. It's easier to be like, I'll do it later because you're like, there's going to be maybe a pocket of time later. And I actually found that I would push things off. So for myself, it was like time blocking has been huge. Getting an agenda with like the day and the hour slots on it and then identifying like, okay, this, if I, especially I found like with my runs lately because some of them are really freaking long. If I don't time block that and I'm like, I'll do it later. Who is going to go for a two hour run at like 3 p.m. in the sun? Nobody, nobody's going to go do that. So I look at my week in advance. Okay, I have to do a long run. I got to do this. I'm scheduling them in ahead of time so that if Jesse is like, hey, we've got a family dinner and I've already got something in there. I can either say like, you know what? I already have something in there that I actually can't change. Or if he's like, well, we have to go do something. Then I can see, you know what? I had this blocked in. I need to move this right now. Not like, oh, I'll figure it out later. And so if you are that person that is constantly taking things on for other people, you need to fill your agenda with your own tasks first. And that can include things like the gym, but it should also include like your meal prep. And when are you going to get groceries? If if you're like, I don't have two hours to go to superstore, cool, order online, pay the extra $5 and get them to deliver it. Like you have to pick your battles, but you have to acknowledge that like, again, everything you're saying yes to, you are saying no to something else. So if you are saying yes to volunteering at something, but that's when you would typically go get groceries, say that to yourself. Okay, I'm going to do this, but that means I'm saying I'm not going to get my groceries. So is that okay with you or do you have a different plan? Yeah, and uh, one thing that I do with my clients too is like, if you look at everything as like an appointment, it will shift your mindset, right? Like going to get your groceries as an appointment, like that's important for you. If you don't go get your groceries, what are you eating for the week? How are you going to reach your goals, right? So if you have an injury, you have an appointment with your doctor, you you are going to go to that appointment because it's scheduled in your calendar. So because you know, like that's important to you. So again, if your goals are important to you, if your weight loss is important to you, if you're I'm um, taking care of your health and your hormones is important to you, look at everything as like an appointment, like going to the gym. It's an appointment with yourself. It's like a form of self-care. It's you taking care of yourself. If you don't, you're letting yourself down. Like you're putting yourself on the back burner and that's not going to contribute to living the life that you want to or living the healthy, holistic life that you want to accomplish. So like I said, put every single little thing in your calendar and I can guarantee 
guarantee you that this will allow for less downtime. One thing that I find is like, I get really sidetracked when I'm trying to do work and I like just get sidetracked on my phone. And a lot of my times I like, I'm so busy, but it's like, I'm just cruising on my phone. Like if you're like, I'm going to read for 30 minutes. Well, okay. Put an alarm on your phone for 30 minutes and do not get up out of that couch or your chair until you're done. your reading for 30 minutes. Or if you have an hour that you need to put toward a project, sit down for an hour, turn an alarm on your phone and get that project done and do not move and don't finish working until you're done that project, right? When do you eat your meal one? When do you eat your meal two? Put all those in your calendar. Like Bianca said, time blocking everything. So when you look at your calendar, you're going to see what everything is and you treat everything as an appointment and you know exactly when you're going to do that. And people are always like, I always forget to eat because I'm so busy. Well, no, again, stopping to eat is a form of self-care. If you're working all day long, you need to feel your body. If you need to perform your best, you need to do that. So putting alarms on your phone when you remind yourself to eat and stop and eat at that time so you can support your body and take care of yourself. Right. Like if you're like, oh, I have to send an email during lunchtime. Are you honestly going to say out loud, I'm going to say yes to this email and no to my lunch? Or it's just something that you do automatically because you're not actually acknowledging the decision you're making. You're just thinking, I'll get lunch in after. Mm -hmm. Well aware that no, actually you won't. And what I also found was that when I like started time blocking things was that things that I felt I had to fit into my schedule. Suddenly I was like, no, actually I don't. I can delegate this. This isn't just a me task, right? Especially like in a household. And that was just a conversation with Jesse. Like, hey, I have to go do this training or I have to go to this appointment or whatever the case is. And it was like, a, am really stressed. And I said, community, I was like, I'm really stressed out about the fact that like Luna also needs to get to the vet and this and that. Can you take her instead? And like just asking it was like, yeah, of course I can do that. And I'm like, okay. But again, especially women, we are very like hyper fixated on the fact that like we can do it all and we will not ask for help. And anything that happens to come across our plate, we're like, yes, please. I'll do that as well. And it's like, well, no, again, was I willing to say no to doing to my training to say yes, to take Luna to the vet when there was another option? When you say females, I think it's like also moms, like moms are like, they feel like they have to do it all and they, they should be doing it all. And moms, like, I think this is important for you to understand is like ask for help from your significant others like they don't know that you're overwhelmed they don't know that you have to do all the things they don't know what a stay-at-home mom does during the day unless you don't know what you don't know okay me and Yana can go way back with this you don't know what you don't know so your husband your boyfriend doesn't know what he doesn't know so if you're struggling and you're mentally struggling and you need help they don't know that so ask for help and it will go a long way right so again don't think that we can do anything like Yannick and me are very similar and we're stubborn and we'll do it all and I think that's important to recognize but like even just me is like when we were like preparing for like the retreat like I had all these things and Yannicka's like why aren't you asking for help like why aren't you sharing this I'm like I don't know because I don't think that you guys can help me and then she's like I'll do this I'll do this I'll do this and it's just like me it's like I don't ask for help sometimes right but it's like delegating and asking because I'm not going to know or I'm not going to get the help unless I ask for help so it's just important to recognize that as well and I think part of that too is like when you're constantly taking more on and you're like yes I'll do this and yes I'll do that at some point you start doing things with a lot of resentment you are upset at the people around you who you are serving even though you're like I'm doing this because I care about them and I want to help them and I'm taking on these tasks but you don't really want to be doing it because you're starting to see I'm letting myself down who's showing up for me when I can't show up for myself because I'm showing up for 20 other people Mm -hmm. right and again we don't have those thoughts in the moment we just operate from the like I'll do it later I'll do it later and that's one of the things that I think check-ins with clients weekly really provide a platform to reflect on like okay but how did this week actually go because right now you can take a breather and you can think back to the week. Whereas oftentimes when we're making these choices, we're just doing it. We're on autopilot. We're not aware of it. Right. And so I know for a fact, 
today. I had multiple conversations with clients where I was like, listen, like you got to lessen your plate. Like this isn't working anymore. And as soon as we have that realization, or maybe you make that list or you start time blocking or you start delegating, or you ask for help. Not only are you going to feel like, Hey, I can focus on my priorities and my health, but you're going to be able to show up. Like you said, for the people around you in a much larger capacity, if they're upset because you asked for help, those are probably not your people anyways. Right. Whereas like when I asked Jesse for help with something, he was like, yes, of course. For him, it's like he enjoys that he can help me with something. And it's not me taking time away from him because I ask, you know, mm-hmm. and if he couldn't do it, he would have communicated that. I think men are way better about being like, no, I can't. Our retreat step, right? It's like when somebody can take something on, well, now the other person can focus their energy on another piece and it can all be done well, as opposed to like just you feeling like, oh my God, like I have to give myself constantly. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. You only have so many Fs to give. Exactly. No, exactly. Is there anything else that you want to touch on, Yannicka, before we eye up here? No, but I don't think so. I think we've covered it. I want to add that this isn't coming from a place of like lecturing, like you need to do lesser disappointment. It's like, we all do this. I do this. You do this. Our clients do this. Our spouses do this. Our families do this. Our kids. Everybody does this because it's very much just how we've been raised and it's the expectation that we've always presented. But like you said, we're in a position to reteach people what our boundaries are and what they can expect from us. But you have to be willing to do that for yourself first. Yes, exactly. For sure. And like, again, don't let people like walk all over you and take advantage of you. Because if that's the case, like that's where you start to cause that resentment, like you said. And then that's when like your standards of yourself start to go down. And that's not what you want to develop. So you have yourself and only you for the rest of your life. So you need to make sure that you're happy and the people around you aren't going to be there forever. So you just got to make sure the one that you have is most important. And that's yourself. So yeah, your worth does not come from like other people's validation. Mm. And the only time that you're getting that is by doing things from them. No, exactly. I feel that for sure. Well, thank you so much, Yannicka. It was a great chat. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and we will probably be back here in next week. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would share this with any friends or family who would benefit from the podcast or leave a review down below. If you are ready and want help in taking the next step in your health and wellness journey, you can head over to my Instagram, nourish.withnicole, click the link in my bio and fill out an application and learn how you can live your happiest, healthiest life. Thank you so much and I can't wait to chat next week.